happening now? We're about to send you back to the Rebuta! <laughs> Welcome to the first inaugural episode of Back to the Revuture, a show in which we take a film that one of us might not have seen for whatever reasons, and we take a retrospective look at it. I'm Drew Bridger. And I'm Amber Inch. And the film that we are looking at today is The Goonies. Now, I personally picked this because I know that we are both fans of Stranger Things, and The Goonies is one of these films that... It's uh, it's considered to be an essential 80s film that has since inspired so many other films and so many other series, including things like Stranger Things, which I'm guessing that you understand at this point why it was such a big influence on Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one thing I did notice straight away, um, this film is directed by Richard Donner, who was also the director of the first and I believe the second Superman movie as well, which is why there's the occasional Superman reference. It was produced by Steven Spielberg Mm -hmm. as well. And it has a whole host of big names in there right from their like kind of youth days. This was a film that really started off a lot of careers for some big names. So... That's kind of why I thought it would be a good idea to introduce you to this film, because you've never seen this film at all. No, no. at all. Did you have any idea what this film was going to be about before it started? Okay, before we started watching it, I thought, I knew that it was about a group of kids, and it was obviously set in the 80s because it was an 80s film. And I just thought they got a map and they went to find treasure, and that was kind of it. I didn't know that there was a story. I was expecting... Like tree houses and you know that kind of classic kids you expected adventure it... type thing. I wasn't expecting it to be so well as big as it was. I suppose you've expected it to be a little bit more kind of kid centric yeah. rather than involving yeah. Italian <laughs> mafia criminals yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. like their weird deformed son that they keep chained <laughs> to a wall and. <laughs> yeah, I knew that sloth was a thing because I've seen him on like right. everything, loads of stuff. He's like. But um, I actually thought, because I didn't know that there was a pirate ship, and then halfway through the film I remembered, oh yeah, there's a pirate ship, and I thought Sloth was actually in the pirate ship for some reason. I don't know, my head, my brain kind of put all of that together in a weird... I must have seen outside things, and then right. Pieced like, it all together. jumbled up, and then my head kind of was like, oh, obviously that's something that happens. I don't... But yeah. So, yeah so the experience of it for you so far was that you had kind of seen or heard of bits and pieces of it and kind of cobbled together some kind of plot line of it in mm. your head. Yeah. So it's like, well, this makes sense to be here because this this is how... Like, yeah, because yeah. I think I saw... I remembered there being something to do with a pirate ship and I remembered seeing him chained up in a little window and just assumed, oh, he's on the bottom of a boat or something. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's like a strange, strange thing like that. So the reason that this podcast is kind of coming to light is because of exactly this reason. Like, there are certain films that you have seen that I might not have seen, certain films I've seen that you might not have seen, that a lot of people widely consider to be classic films. And it's kind of a case of, oh my God, I can't believe you haven't seen The Goonies. (laughs) (laughs) But 
after having watched The Goonies now, do you kind of understand the standpoint that people have where it's like, oh, but this is a quintessential 80s film? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I I did enjoy it. I did like it. It was kind of because I'm seeing it so late on, everybody else's outside influence has kind of made, I don't know whether a positive or negative impact because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, Stranger Things. It's just like, they're kind of cycling down the sh- down the road to get to the restaurant right. and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, Stranger Things, of course. Oh, it, of course. And it's kind of like, well, actually, Stranger Things was after. Now, that's interesting. Does that change the kind of framing of you watching this film now? For someone that hasn't watched The Goonies but has watched Stranger Things, are you kind of retrospectively viewing this film through the like the prism of it being like, the other way around like oh yeah i see like this is so stranger thingsy whereas actually you're meant to be watching stranger things going oh yeah this is so goonies you know yeah i watched them the wrong way around because obviously now that i've seen this after stranger things and all those types of films and tv shows and whatever it's kind of has made a negative impact almost because i'm now watching that and thinking oh yeah this is just like stranger things it's just like that time that i saw in that and it's kind of, I'm not getting the impact that it had first time round almost because I've seen everything that has been influenced by it. So I'm kind of, I'm not going, oh, this is this is amazing. This is going to set all these things off. This is the first thing that I've seen of this ever. This is crazy. It's so right. Weird. Because I've seen everything that's been influenced by it already. So it's kind of a exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. But it didn't stop me enjoying it. I still enjoyed it because obviously I understood that that was something that was going to happen because yeah. I didn't so far. And actually it's not just Stranger Things that the Goonies kind of, influence i mean obviously there exactly there were things that obviously came before the goonies that were very much like oh it's a kid's kind of adventure style film mm. but there were so many things that the goonies kind of then went on to influence after like these groups of kids that go on adventures for yeah. whatever reason yeah well, but <laughs> there are so many well yeah we'll we'll get into the we'll get into the finer details of the film <laughs> But, like, one thing is that, like, the Goonies didn't even really set the stereotypes because there are so many things in the Goonies that stereotypes don't live up to that they kind of took from the Goonies and flipped on its head. So, like, Mikey's older brother, played by the one and only great Josh Brolin. Yeah, like, how young is... Jo- I mean, obviously... I like, couldn't even tell that it was him from looking at him. I didn't think... Exactly. And everyone else listening at the moment is probably going to be going, well, uh, that's how time works. Yeah. You know, exactly. I know. Oh, yeah, like, but he I doesn't know. even look like him. Exactly. This is the thing. Like, you look at that and you go, oh, my God, that's a really, really young Josh Brolin there. Mm. Handsome as ever. <laughs> but it's like, it would have been so easy for them to have written this film and have Josh Brolin be the kind of dick older brother to mm. him that then comes around yeah, and ends up... Yeah. But actually, right from the start, it's really obvious that he really cares about his younger brother and mm. he's looking out for him. But in any other film that you see, mm. the stereotype is that the older brother is kind of the dick yeah. and then has that change towards the end. I don't know that if that's actually because... They're both. We kind of we start watching the film in a troubled time in their lives, though. So we're watching them go through this kind of horrible, uplifting process together, and that's why they're then 
banded as brothers, that kind of thing. Right. Because normally you'd be watching something and you'd see their normal life and then you'd be thrust into that with them. So you'd be in right. the position with them watching them go through this uprooting, whatever. Exactly. But so you like started the ca- yeah. it in the midst of that. Um, so like already. the catalyst would be the catalyst for the action generally would be them witnessing the fact that all of their houses are being sold mm. off. But actually, in this film, the catalyst has already it's started. Already started, yeah. So you're so, watching it in the midst of that. Yeah. Like upheaval, I suppose. So that's. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Now, while we were watching the film, you were writing down a few thoughts about <laughs> this that you had. Watching it for the first time, going in pretty much completely cold into yeah, the so, film. Yeah, um, except yeah, yeah, for what much. you'd already been exposed to. I kind to. of knew the characters, so I knew that Chunk did the truffle shuffle, which I was actually expecting to happen way more. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just expecting it to be the first 30 seconds of the film and go, do the truffle shuffle, okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you never see that again. No, you It's like don't. such a massive thing in culture now. Yeah, that... exactly. <laughs> so Ch- bizarre. Because childhood obesity, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> I wanted to childhood see an obesity, for that. always a source of good comedy. Yeah, I wanted to see an explanation for that though. I was thinking, oh great, I'm going to get to see how Truffle Shuffle started and what it is, but we didn't. We just but again, shouted it. Yeah, but this <laughs> is the thing. But this is the thing. Like, it's like you said, you're you're coming into a point where they've known each other for years. It's not like they meet yeah, together true. and they yeah, but and they we make haven't the known them joke. for years. <laughs> yeah, but you can tell that the, the truffle shuffle is an ongoing joke for them because yeah. obviously they make they love making fun of the Porky Kid. Of course, you know he's called Chunk. So yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. His Butterfingers. Mom, his mum greeted him with a Domino's pizza at the end. Love. The fact that she's there going, this worried mum is there going, oh, our son is missing and all of the other children in the local houses are missing. He must be so hungry. Yeah, I know what, I'll order starving. him a Domino's pizza. Not <laughs> <laughs> greeting with that. Yeah, but he can, he can sniff out pizza. He can sniff out um, ice cream. Yeah, oh, yeah, ice cream and dead guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably why they call it the truffle shuffle. You smell shuffle. the ice cream, but you couldn't smell the dead guy. In the <laughs> <laughs> what smells like dead guy? Oh, no, wait. It's next to the ice cream. That's the important part. <laughs> okay, that's probably why they call him the truffle shuffle, because he's good at smelling stuff out. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. You wanted the explanation behind the joke. We've just come up with that one. Yeah, there you fine. go. Yeah, that's fine. So, so what were some of the things that you thought to yourself during this film? I did actually think that kids were a bit hardier in the eighties, obviously, because I can't kind of imagine Diary of a Wimpy Kid being horrifically kidnapped by like three. Italian <laughs> mafia members, and but it's like it's such. I a mean, weird... what a comparison to make, though. That, is... <laughs> that no, is... it's such a right. weird thing because, like, obviously, you see all these things everywhere saying, "Oh, it was never like that in my day. We used to be out till nine, riding our bikes everywhere, and now they're just sitting indoors playing Xbox and whatever." And maybe they are because films now aren't kids going out on adventures on their bikes, staying no. out till nine, doing all these sorts of things. Right, they're this is us in school because this is our life. This is what we do. Right. Our lives are school and then going home. Right. But these people are out 
all these kids are out doing all these types exactly. of things. So maybe that was true. Yeah. And they were a lot hardier because actually when I, if yeah. I was to watch that when I was their age, I'd have been horrified. <laughs> That's not kids film. Right. The first 10 seconds is like somebody being hanged. That is not going to happen. Well, it turns out he, it turns out he was faking yeah, it. It doesn't look like it. He, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If, if that, yeah. I mean, obviously if you're showing this to a young kid and within the first 10 seconds, you see a guy hanging from the rafters. You you're scream kind and of, run off. And yeah. Then you you kind of be like, oh no, switching that off. <laughs> Exactly. But, yeah, but then they obviously didn't care about that. This is before exactly. kids censorship happened. Well, <laughs> nobody was bothered then. I will say that this will kind of lead into a question that I will ask you later on. So stay tuned for that because it's because it's a big theory. Okay. It's a big theory, but I'll ask you that later on. But I do agree. Like this, this kind of film is quite c- capturing of life in the 80s mm. which is a little it's a little bit like i think that's why it grew into such a cult thing because Probably. obviously at the time it was like oh yeah it's a kids adventure film but yeah. kids at the time when it came out were just like well yeah i mean it's cool that these kids go off and find a pirate ship but you know the rest of it is maybe not as far-fetched because kids yeah, could course, identify yeah. so readily with it mm-hmm. but because now watching it back i think if you showed this to kids today they'd be like they'd be looking at it and go like well why are they riding their bikes yeah. to, around you know in the countryside yeah. you know maybe that's the why can't they just look up the place on their phone why why do they need to use a <laughs> yeah, map yeah yeah <laughs> Right? Would there be a kid that knows how to speak fluent Spanish? I mean, we'd never know. I mean, I mean there's, there's they... an app for that, though. Right, exactly. They'd be using Google kids. Translate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that's fine. So, yeah, it's a little easy. It was so jaunty, though. That's what jarred me a little bit. It was like, he has been, he's actually been kidnapped by, he's like, he's got a knife <laughs> yeah, to his throat yeah, yeah. and he's in the back of a car next to a dead body, yeah. a frozen dead body. And then, oh, let's just cut to this guy who's trying to get water from his fountain and it's going up and down, up and down, up and down. That's so it's, funny. It's so funny. It's and like, it's so dark. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pulp Fiction and then the Three Musketeers or something. Like, it's like... <laughs> now, I mean, I'm not going to point any fingers for the reasoning of that, except for the fact that I will say that Steven Spielberg, generally speaking can get away with a lot. Mm. So, Yeah, I didn't know. actually know it was Steven Spielberg before I watched the film. No. Um, well, I, well, it's a Steven Spielberg-produced film, so oh, I okay. believe he fronted a lot oh, okay. of the money for this film to be made, mm. and Richard Donner was the director of the film. So, yeah. yeah. And Richard Donner's obviously done some great stuff before. But yeah, it's it's got Spielberg kind of all yeah, over got, it, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But, and, yeah, and I was actually very surprised, because I didn't know it was Steven Spielberg, I suppose, but I was really surprised um, at the cool, like, elaborate set, the pirate ship and everything. It looked really, it was really good. It's, it's actually really good. It's like the the most realistic escape room. Yeah, <laughs> I actually wrote that down. You only like watching it because it's like watching people escape from an escape room. And that's the I only mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, halfway through this, I did think, you know what, this is like... This is, yeah, this is like the, the, the most intricate escape room a pirate ever built. <laughs> the, the original escape room was the Goonies. <laughs> so what other stuff did you think of? I kind of thought it's got the classic life lessons that kids need to be taught in there. Like it's got good morals, so they're kind of 
friendship, staying together, building strong relationships when you're young and sticking together through the hard times and that kind of thing. Um, also, obviously, tolerating and accepting differences because now Chunk apparently loves that guy for some Sloth. weird reason. Sloth! <laughs> They're in love. Sloth love <laughs> Chunk! <laughs> It's, I mean, it's nice. Blood, love, he loves him like a brother. It's because he, okay, right. he's an only child. He never had any brothers, so now um. he's got now he's got the big brother, <laughs> physically big, <laughs> maybe not mentally, but <laughs> physically bigger brother mm. that he always wanted. Yeah. So it's you know it's it's a, it's a touching it's a touching story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but but I, I get where you're coming from. It's, <laughs> it's 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 like accepting people for who they are. You know, one of them's the token Asian. One of them's the token fat kid. One of them's the token <laughs> mouthy kid. You know. Yeah, who's called mouth actually? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you want to talk about mouth? A very young Corey Feldman there mm. before stuff really went wrong <laughs> for him. Not the face, though. The face is largely the same, which I was surprised at, because I thought he had lots of work done. But actually, it doesn't look no, that he, different. No, that's the, and <laughs> I that, don't know if it actually has. And I think I that's know. a surprising thing, is that Corey Feldman hasn't had any work done. <laughs> he must have. I think he has. He has. <laughs> I mean, he has. He looks like Michael Jackson. Uh, so he has. Well, yeah. I mean, he looks like Michael Jackson now. Yeah. But I think he's always had a pretty young-looking face. Yeah, his structure is more to what he looks like that yeah weird strange didn't realize i mean out of all of the things i thought we would be analyzing about this Corey feldman's facial <laughs> structure, structure isn't with, wasn't thing, one yeah. of them but i mean i can't you know you are right yes <laughs> yeah yeah actually i was really well maybe not surprised i don't know but i was thought after two seconds like did pepsi make this film like what what the heck happened there <laughs> what was going on like towards the end when dada Data, whatever. <laughs> when he fell down the rock after. Not the... to be confused with the with the android character from Star Trek: The Next Generation, also uh, by the name of Data, played oh. by Brent Spiner, who okay. is not Asian. I don't just think want to point that out. Get confused no, with that. We're I mean, about the yeah, right, okay. <laughs> just you know, just to make sure we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. Right, yeah. okay, good. When he was falling down the, um, falling onto the spikes almost, and he used his like chattering teeth to stop him from going all the way down onto the The pinches of power, (laughs) which I nearly said in his accent and I thought that'd be a step too far. (laughs) That is a step too far, yeah. (laughs) And I was watching that and I was like, I'm literally, I'm very surprised that he didn't use like a Pepsi can to anchor himself from the top of the thing (laughs) because that is how much, like what was going on there? What was like Pepsi sponsor that film? So, okay, so we, so let's count through the sponsors that we noticed. All right, so there's... Pepsi like 10,000 times. Pepsi, big one. He was yeah. like, he finished his workout and he took a pet. That is not what you're supposed to do. H2O, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's so not what's going to happen. He was sweating. He was sweating so bad. He was sweating. I know, like, you sweat There's not going to be enough workout. electrolytes in that you Pepsi. Sweat so Take your trousers off underneath your shorts. Just wear shorts. You don't have to wear trousers and shorts. That's why he's sweating so bad. I don't understand. Five minutes into the film, and you're already annoyed by Josh Brolin wearing two sets of trousers. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, so yeah, there was also a fridge that I know, uh, a, a fridge freezer outside of the restaurant yeah, we're going Pepsi. to. Pepsi. Pepsi on that. 
baby the roof. roof. They were literally holding that in front of the it camera. It was literally taking up a third of the screen space, <laughs> uh, being held face out to the camera for an extended period of time. They're getting in as much baby roof time as they can. Domino's at the end. Domino's she gets them in the Domino's end, yeah. Whoever pizza. makes Hawaiian shirts, that was in it quite a lot. Tommy Bahama? I don't know. I was, <laughs> they, they make Hawaiian shirts, right? Um, that guy looks like he's just had a Jimmy Buffett concert thrown. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett just threw up all over this kid. That's fine. Don't worry. He's the fat kid. It looks good on him. It's all right. Um... <laughs> So going to a Jimmy Buffett concert at eight, but golfing at two. He's got to go both. He's got to do both. He has to cater for both of those things. Just in case, you know, they're building a golf course over Astoria. Actually, so that's you know, true. yeah, maybe he's just trying to fit in. It's quite sad. Uh, I believe there was also a, uh, a a car brand that was used. Oh, probably. Um, I, I think I don't know. For some oh, reason, yeah, I want, Cherokee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the, the one. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I believe that they they were another um, product placement as well. Yeah. Um, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Cindy Lauper is a product placement in herself. Um, whoever makes those little chattering teeth, the little winder chattering <laughs> yeah. teeth, the company that make that, I'm. I mean, you know. Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> Sponsored by Dynamite. Get yours at your local Walmart anytime you like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have now, been really critical, I suppose. Like, I mean, you can get, like, really picky and say, and really, are those jewels at the end worth the amount of money that they need to stop somebody from building over the whole town? Is that... I mean, I don't know. I but mean... It's a fine point to be complaining about right because you've just watched them yeah kind of find a pirate ship under a small yeah. town in america and that's fine it's the jewels that you have a problem with at the end and obviously so kind of you know yeah and obviously suspending your disbelief of the fact that they are clearly prop jewels that do not <laughs> in any way resemble no. real precious precious jewels no. at all because they no. are the entirely wrong shape <laughs> suspending your disbelief from that um, yeah. I mean, if you were to do... Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of tempted to do the calculations on it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I don't even know how you'd be able to do that. So if you... I mean, if you had a ruby, uh, a sapphire, particularly sapphires or rubies or emer emeralds that were that size, you could probably afford to at least buy back one of the houses or, you know, at least a yeah, few in that area i mean you know they're, they're middle income families their houses are not going to be that expensive but yeah but it's the whole town anyway 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 that's not <laughs> that's all this isn't important no exactly was there an explanation about how we could speak such good spanish all of a sudden was that that is that? never picked up he on he just said he knows that spanish. is never picked up on i'm assuming that because he's called mouth he he's he's fluent in Everything many languages. That comes out of mouths he knows about. That's his thing. Everything that comes out of there. Yeah, it's never picked up on why he speaks such good Spanish. Yeah. I believe it's just something that they get taught in school, and he obviously just excelled at it. Because, I mean, yeah. is is the Asian the Asian kid data can barely speak English. So he is Asian. So. Yeah. So I think he's going to have a little bit of a hard time grasping Spanish. But Yeah, okay. Oh, him, right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised that he could speak such good Spanish. <laughs> and then... But then 
I was also surprised <laughs> at how little the mum spoke Spanish to be in the same room as him and <laughs> the Rosalita. For him, her to be overhearing. Cucaracha. Cucaracha? What? Wait, what did you just say? I didn't tell you to say that. But she doesn't even understand what that means. That's fine. Cucaracha. Oh, that must mean don't go in the attic. Yeah. Yeah, right, that, that, that means you're going to get locked in here if you, uh, you know. Cucaracha, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, door, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it means. That's what it means. Obviously. I remember, I remember. Back when I was learning Spanish in school, cucaracha obviously <laughs> means payment. So he's obviously saying we're going to be paying you for your time. That's what it is. <laughs> Completely also, plausible explanation. Drogos means underwear, of course. Of course, yes. Please file my drugs. Cocaine. Yeah, that was exactly. <laughs> Cocaine. No, no, it means socks. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Loose plot hole there. <laughs> Very but, loose, um, yeah. But yeah. She pro- she's probably doing the mum thing of like just not listening. Kids, mm, fine. Yeah, just translate for that that for me, and I'll be leaving now. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that you're going to do exactly <laughs> the thing that I have why, asked you to do you because that? obviously you're a twelve year old boy, and that's what you do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the relationships were really nice actually. I'm just thinking because they never really argued. There was the funny, oh chunk, you're such a klutz. Can't believe you did that. But apart from that, it was quite. Dewy-eyed and yeah, and, like, and friendly. Well, yeah, exactly. And and you know there are some points in films that could be argued are like the Goonies or have been influenced by the Goonies, where they would have that. They would have that falling out, mm, yeah, like halfway yeah, really through, and then that kind of oh come back because you know we're all friends really, and mm. actually I forgive you, and it's all about forgiveness. Mm. But actually they don't do that in this film because it's not like they're constantly falling out but they are constantly like relieving that tension by going oh shut up like shut up you're such yeah, a class oh yeah. you know what do you know it's like because it's, it's all boys if it was all girls they wouldn't have even got well they wouldn't have even found the map they wouldn't have even got upstairs <laughs> <laughs> the girls got scared by something attached to a rake that flipped up out of the grass that was a fish they're head, not gonna to be fair, that was horrible <laughs> it's pretty horrible but they're not was that like a sideshow Bob thing. <laughs> I don't think is that, that... where that came from. Do you know what? That is that's a brilliant pull. I don't I know I if that's what. I don't know if that is what influenced the side <laughs> the sideshow Bob joke. It is now. But I I want to believe that now. <laughs> yeah, with all of the rakes surrounding him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what. I yeah, thought. that one. Um, I'm kind of glad the girls weren't in it more though. They were, they they were kind of side characters. But speaking of, you can now tell where Barb got her influence from. <laughs> yeah, my glasses. <laughs> right. I mean that. I mean Barb as a character in Stranger Things is lifted straight from Stephanie. Although they're both quite similar, actually. They're kind of like a Barb and Nancy type relationship. Thing, but then that's girl, that's girl, like girls in school for from any. TV show, film, or whatever, though, isn't it? Kind of a she, little yeah. bit, yeah. She, she was fine. They were fine, and as characters, they were fine. She yeah. was just her voice just kind of got on the nerves yeah. a little bit. Brad, oh. did you kiss me, Brad? <laughs> did Brad have braces? <laughs> Why are you shouting? She stood right there. That water is really loud. <laughs> <laughs> that water is really loud. Everyone can hear your conversation. <laughs> now, if those two characters won in this film, 
Do you think that this would have been kind of written off as being too much of a quote-unquote boys movie? I don't know. Um, Maybe. It wasn't focused on them enough for that to be a pool for girls, though, I don't think. It wasn't like they were always talking about fashion and hair and they weren't being particularly girly, were they? No. They were still joining in. Yeah, they weren't really being being that girly. No. Other than the fact that they have the odd panic attack. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but then it's not exactly like the... The, the other kids remain cool, calm no, and collected exactly. the rest of the time exactly. either, is it? They were all screaming no. all over the place. Do you now understand or appreciate even um, where the term Goonies never say die comes from now? Yeah, kind of. But it, but there's these things that I hear that are really iconic, like the truffle shuffle and like the hey you guys thing yeah. and the Goonies never say die. Amazing impression, by the way. <laughs> I loved that. I'll just take most of my teeth out. Yeah, okay. Sleeve <laughs> three what in. What was next really time. weird, actually, was how his ears were moving independent of his body. That was one thing. The rest <laughs> of the stuff I can deal with, the hardly any teeth, the like sloping eye thing, whatever. Okay. But his ears moving independently from his body is something I cannot. That is something. No, I can't. True story here. True story. Okay. Fact time. When I first watched this film, I forget how old I was when I first saw it. I want to say maybe, like, 12, something like that. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the whole film, really liked it. That was the thing that creeped me out the most. This, not the dead, not the dead skeletons, saying. not the, you know, whole, being held at knife point, not the... <laughs> You know, anything like that. Not the dead guy in the ice cream freezer. Nothing like that. It was the fact that Sloth's ears were moving yeah. and wiggling independently. That was the bit that freaked me out. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's wrong? How does he do that? Exactly. That is weird. Oh, yeah, there was all these iconic things that I thought were going to come out more. I thought it was going to be a bigger deal than it was. Right. So the truffle shuffle, I thought was gonna, I thought that was going to be just over and over again. I thought that was going to happen quite a lot. Yeah. And the never say die. Honestly, I think I would have missed it if I didn't know that that was something already. Okay. Because okay. Like it took my mind a little bit of time to wrap around to to kind of get that and what he even meant. I was like, why did he say that? I mean, and I think if I hadn't have known that that was a saying before I'd watched the film, I don't think I'd even picked up on it. So I don't know how that's become so iconic. Like I don't multiple repeat watchings from its cult following, yeah, I'm assuming. Totally. And I think that it is part of its great writing, in a way, mm. is that they don't have... They don't pick, like, one particular joke to have as, like, the recurring joke, yeah. other than the fact that... Yeah, that is true. It's good that they don't do that a yeah. lot, actually. Other than the fact that Chunk is clumsy... Uh, but it's like, but that's not necessarily a joke. That's just a character trait. Yeah, that's and it's him. Like, like, you yeah, know, Asian, oh, that's Asian just chunk. Likes technology, and he likes, and like, you know, he's asthmatic. The other guy, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a trait. Less of a joke, but <laughs> it is a recurring thing. Okay, not a joke, but no. a thing. Yeah. Asthma's no joke, you know. No, it's not. A joke. It's not. Especially in America at the moment, it is terrible and he would need those jewels 
Absolutely. To keep his, Those jewels would, would pay for his, his medical going. bills for the rest of his life, but oh, nothing else. Bad. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I am glad that they're not something that happens yeah. a lot, actually, because I think of it all. But they, when they make the film, they don't know what people are going to pick up on and run with, do they, supposedly? So no. when they make the truffle shuffle thing, they might think, oh, people are going to laugh at this, that's fine. And But other people give weight to it without right. them even realising. Exactly. So... I suppose they didn't. They don't know what I know now. Obviously, yeah. Like when if they I was wrote, writing it now, I would have put that truffle shuffle in like ten thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> would have truffle... been just doing it all the time. Oh my god, this truffle shuffle thing is dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do more of this truffle shuffle. Get That's people. Get a script rewrite going. Put more yeah, truffle shuffle in. More fat kids shaking more their belly fat. fat. We want to laugh at more fat kids. Just is what the is the takeaway like from this? He's got twelve brothers, and that's how they greet him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they all line up. They all do the truffle yeah. shuffle. Yeah, um, nice. No, I mean, I, I, I don't think that the, you know, I don't think that the Goonies never say die line was written with the intent of it almost being like a turn and wink to camera. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Goonies never say die. Wink. Did they put that on you their know. merchandise though? Was that something that they actually used as their tagline maybe? And that's what I from what I can remember, I don't think it was used. You had a t shirt with it on. I have a t shirt with it on, but that was I know something this is that way got later though. Yeah, that, again, that's something that got picked up on. And I think there's something about the line Goonies never say die that carries a lot of weight to it that people who enjoy the film pick up on and they've kind of added that weight to it. Mm. Like that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, a, mean, it's a generally speaking a throwaway line mm. that someone eventually kind of picked up on and went Goonies never say die and you know kind of deconstruct like let's let's really think about that line mm. Goonies never say die they are kids they don't believe that they are going to die they don't say die but yeah. they they're kids they're vulnerable kids mm. but if they don't believe that they're going to die that's why they do all this crazy shit right there we go otherwise they wouldn't get into any kinds of shenanigans <laughs> If it was Goonies... Oh, I've just found a map. Let's go and check it out. No, 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 we might die. Oh, oh okay, let's stay here. Oh. Yeah, exactly, right? They wouldn't get into any... If it was Goonies maybe die sometimes, <laughs> they might be like, oh, maybe oh, we guys, shouldn't... let's not do this. Goonies sometimes die. Yeah, exactly. Remember Jason? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. He got, oh, trapped, oh, got yeah. trapped under that rock and no one found him for weeks. That was really awkward. Mm. I don't think it was meant to kind of sum up the film in the way that it did but i think there was i think it came a point in the film's history where that line kind of got grabbed onto yeah by the audience and uh, as like a be all end all the goonies it's about their club and their well their group not their club but their friendship group and that's what they say it makes sense Mm. or don't say they never say die (laughs) i mean that's the point but that's their mantra (laughs) yeah exactly I don't know if you've seen this thing uh, on social media. It was ages ago, but I saw it a lot for some reason. Um, And it's if you got kidnapped, then your parents wouldn't have to worry because they would throw you back because they realise how annoying you are. It's like, (laughs) you're so so annoying that when, if you got kidnapped, 
you just bring be you taken back. back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought of when he was, when they had him, um, when they had Chunk and they were asking him, okay, start from the <laughs> beginning. And he's like, well, I threw up. And it was like, Bleh. and that, you know, that type of thing. And that's what I thought. He is so annoying that they would just say, oh, no, we're going to take him back. This is too much work. I mean, I've got to say, I think. We've already he... got one Dinlo in the cellar. We don't need another one. <laughs> They locked him up with sloth, that's why. Yes, because they can't be able to listen to him anymore. Yeah, gonna, exactly. They'll wear it. each other out. Yeah. <laughs> they might end up killing each other. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, when I, I think when I first watched this film, I, I don't know how young I was. I don't think that when I first really watched this film, I was the age at which the kids were in this film and therefore it would have had the most impact mm. on me because i feel like to in order for this film to have the biggest impact you kind of almost have to be a similar age to the kids in this film i would say because yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. kind of go oh they're just like me mm. they ride bikes or yeah. not as the case may now be yeah, yeah. um but regardless when i first watched this film that i did identify with some of the aspects of some of the kids and I think Chunk was one of them because like the the kind of kid that's just like always like a big ball of energy well I mean fi- not physically but like Chunk was but a big ball of energy that is just like always talking like oh my god you wouldn't believe it I saw this and blah 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 and they're like yeah yeah all right whatever we get it yeah that was you one know. of the life lessons that I was gonna say that I noticed it's like the police guy the policeman didn't believe him because of all these stories that he kept telling so when he was in real danger the, exactly the it's one of those chunk that cried mafia or whatever it's like <laughs> that's a whole other parable and no one's the chunk that cried mafia i like it mm. one day there was a fat little kid <laughs> <laughs> and because he said that michael jackson used his bathroom nobody believed that he was gonna be kidnapped exactly but it technically was his sister so you know uh. there is one relatively famous deleted scene uh, from this film. And it it makes... It makes one line at the end have a lot more context. Now, there is a lot of the Goonies that was filmed that did get used. I, I think that they basically filmed pretty much everything that they actually ended up using mm-hmm. in the film. But there is on, there's only really one big deleted scene. And to give you kind of a rundown of what it is, after they... No, actually, sorry. Just before they go onto the pirate ship, mm-hmm. uh, One-Eyed Willie's pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> you want to laugh every time they say <laughs> One-Eyed Willie now, don't you? Don't touch willies. I'm not going to say it now. I'll let you finish. Okay, right, 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 right. Uh, Right before they go onto the pirate ship and board it, um, there's a giant octopus in the water that grabs them. Right. So then he says, oh, that big octopus. And I was like, he's blooming lying about that. Why is he lying when all that stuff Exactly. And that's because there's this big deleted scene where there's this... um, octopus in the water this giant octopus and kind of grabs their legs and they kind of have to fight it off wrestle it off mm. and then they get onto the ship and the octopus kind of goes away um <laughs> right just goes away <laughs> right but it, when you watch the deleted scene like the octopus is 
not great. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, they, you can tell they're kind of wrestling pool noodles uh, in the water a little bit, and I think that's one of the reasons that it got cut. But also, it is kind of a massive detraction from the storyline as well. Like, it takes away from the awe and yeah. kind of grandioseness mm. of them finding the pirate ship finally and then going onto it and looking around it. It's kind of like mm. another hurdle yeah. in a way. So I believe it got cut not just for how it looked, but also for time. And, you know, there's an octopus in there in the water. What's the octopus been eating? How long has that <laughs> octopus been living there for? You know, it's Loads like... of things, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't have that, actually, because exactly. that would have taken from the um, spectacle of the... Of the ship, I suppose. Right. And it's just, oh, there's just something else now that they've got to try and get rid of. Oh. And you don't see like the pirate ship for what it is, I think. No, it's not exactly. as exciting, is not it? When they, when they go, oh, look at that. Oh, oh, oh. It's like that exactly. Kind of it's like, yeah, it's too much. And it's like, why have why have an octopus in, in the film when they've literally just come out of so many scrapes up until mm. this point? And they're going to have another big scrape later on. It, mm. it kind of like the octopus yeah, isn't the yeah. big scrape with death that they should be facing yeah but that gives context to the line at the end where they said yeah. like what was the scare what was it scary it's like well the octopus was really scary it's like they couldn't really cut that line out because it's at a point where everything's going on you should have and- dubbed him saying something else <laughs> Yeah, like they could have dubbed him by just saying, oh, the Fratellis had us at knife point or something. But, you know, I don't really think that they could have done ADR for him afterwards, really. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good... Because actually, as as an 80s film, there wasn't a lot of... There was, well, no special effects really, was there? So everything that they did, they actually did. And And so when you have that octopus that looks so bad, it's... That would be really yeah. disappointing. And this is the thing, but it wasn't. I don't think the octopus was CGI at all. No, I but think if it, it looks was awful. It's, right. Yeah. But this is the thing. The Goonies, in my opinion, is a huge testament to how good practical effects yeah. can be. Because everything that they did in this film is yeah, all good. practical effects. You know, obviously they weren't real rocks that were dropping down, but, you know, they had rocks blow out Mm. and stuff they had an actual pirate ship set Mm. built you know all of the prosthetics on sloth (laughs) and everything no they didn't actually just get a guy (laughs) that looked like that and as i said to you i i i always imagine like after watching friday the 13th um eventually after watching this as a kid i i watched friday the 13th and i (laughs) Sloth is what I imagine Jason Voorhees to look like <laughs> under the mask, <laughs> like before he gets all like rotted and stuff. He like I imagine that, that mask on though, because his ears would have just been going boop 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 when it flopped off. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> the mask would have just gone like off <laughs> all the time, constantly the moving. <laughs> Anytime he got happy or excited, the ears would just move. Oh, murder! <laughs> 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 hey, you guys! It's like giving giving his position away. You know? No sneaking up on that. But yeah, you were going to say like don't <laughs> about One-Eyed Willie. Every time I mention oh, yeah. One-Eyed Willie. I am surprised at the amount of smut that was in that film. That, is, that was a smutty film. But I actually wrote it down. I'm going to okay. Right. We we also no 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 absolutely I do agree. You, we also have to frame this in the context that. This is an 80s film, and 
they could obviously get away with a lot more back then. This is this is by today's standards rated as like a PG film. Despite I think they I don't know. They may have upped it to twelve. Last time I checked, this was a PG rated film. Um, or at least it was when I first watched this film. Um, they have a lot of uh, shits yeah. in this film. They, def- they have quite a few Yeah, they do. But that that's they why get it funny, with. though. That's why kids like it, because kids are seeing other kids swear, and they're like, ooh, and it's funny. And like exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. But you'll no, notice so that they bad. don't... That You'll notice that there's only one... There's only one time they say that in front of an adult. Yeah, yeah. All of the other yeah, times they say it, they're in front off. of each other. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, but that's the funny thing. That's what I mean. That's about friends. Like, they do that in their groups, don't they? And they try and get away with those stuff. When they're boys around boys, they say what they Right, <laughs> they exactly, like. exactly. And that's why kids can couldn't like it. I know I got one about, oh, it was kidnapped and it was horrific and there was a dead guy and he's been hanged. But it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But No. You know. But yeah, the amount of smut. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was on purpose, but I wrote down every single time. Okay, one-eyed Willy, obviously. Okay. Booby trap. <laughs> Up Troy's bucket. <laughs> and then. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> you're just saying no, you're saying no to Up Troy's bucket. She's gonna as soon as she climbs up Troy's bucket, that isn't smutty. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Especially as they were talking about how Troy wanted to get her up his bucket. <laughs> well, no, it's probably the other way around. She'd probably want to. He'd want to get up her. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I was, I was literally gonna say, what are we defining as a bucket here? But yeah, thank you yeah. for the clarification. <laughs> and then the last one when they were going off in the ship. Playing bones. Is she good at playing bones? Yeah, she's great at playing bones. I yeah. mean, can anybody <laughs> play? Can anybody play bones? Um, <laughs> not sure. This not is, sure. This is potty mouth. I mean, okay. I think I think the one-eyed Willy one kind of. Come on, guys, say hi to Willy. <laughs> say hi. Say hi to Willy. Willy, say hi. I mean. <laughs> That kind of, okay, that kind of wears thin after a while. Like, you hear it first, like, when I will it, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while, a you're like, oh no, it's name, actually just. It? His name. I think it's just yeah, a exactly. Name. And he actually only does have one eye, so. I mean, technically, yeah. I mean, he has one eye. His, unfortunately, his name was also William. Oh. You know, I mean, what else are you going to be set up for in life if, you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah. born with that name? I mean, it was kind of cruel of his parents, in a way, <laughs> to call him William, knowing that people would, would short it to Willie. Yeah. Well, you know, there we go. Anyway, don't touch Willies. Don't touch <laughs> don't Willies, touch Willies. Don't touch Willies. In your opinion, The Goonies. Classic movie, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Rewatch yeah, value? It's got rewatch value. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah I you, think it was good. If if you were to have, say, like a cult screening of this on a cinema screen or, you know, an outdoor cinema or, yeah, heaven forbid if um, Secret Cinema were to do kind of a Goonies-inspired mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. that would entice you to go and watch it again in that kind of setting. I mean... Oh, I don't know. I don't know that I would pay something like that to go and do something like that exactly. Okay. I don't know. If we were, if they had an outdoor cinema in the summer and all the other films were things that I wasn't really interested in, I'd go and watch it again at that type of thing. 
Um, it was good. It was good. It had kind of a bit of everything, really, didn't it? It was just, oh, yeah, it was nice. It had Sean Astin. Nice, like, oh, yeah. He was really good, actually. I'm he's saying, always I'm good. He's good a lot. No, <laughs> but, yeah. But he's, yeah, he was a um, solid yeah, child yeah. actor. That this, was a solid performance. This was, this was one of the first things, I believe, I believe it was one of the first things that mm-hmm. Sean Astin and Corey Feldman kind of appeared in. Um, And, you know, they've obviously still been doing things since. I don't think this was the first thing that Josh Brolin was in. I think he was in other things before Mm, this. Um, But obviously in this film you can kind of, you know, ah, this kid's going places, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I would have thought that, actually. But you can obviously understand now classic kind of cult film. Yeah, I just like a nice, easy film to watch that's, like, got a bit of jokes... It's got some funny things. It's got some action. Mm. You know, it's got mm. a little bit of bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah, a bit of adventure. It's a yeah. It's a. They don't. It sounds really old. I wasn't even born then. But <laughs> but they don't make films like that anymore. They don't. They literally be something. don't. Something. Someone has to be naked at some point. Otherwise right. People don't want to watch it. Or you know, I like superhero films, but somebody's then got to put on a cape and fight ten thousand other guys that have been CGI. Yeah. So like that's the type of thing that's happening but yeah they don't they don't make films like that anymore really do they no they don't and i believe this is kind of what the things that we now like that are being so heavily influenced by things in the 80s such as stranger things yeah that's why that was so popular yeah exactly because it's going back to the time when things were just good storytelling exactly it doesn't have to rely on some type of special effect somebody getting naked somebody Mm. killing like loads of blood and gore and or jump scares that type of thing it doesn't rely on that it's got good storytelling and that's what it is that's the crux of the thing at the risk of sounding far older than i actually am (laughs) it gives you the nostalgia of when kids were allowed to be kids without the fear of any consequences yeah you know, they were allowed to go out and, and do these things yeah. and, you know. But, I mean, you know, if anything, it's also a testament to be like, you know, maybe don't go don't out go riding do your... Yeah. Don't go out riding your bikes at nine o'clock at night because you might get held at knife point yeah. by vicious, ruthless criminals. Yeah, so it's, so, yeah, so it's saying... Yeah, also a warning. Kids can be, well, it is. Kids, <laughs> kids can be kids, but don't push right. it too far. Right. <laughs> but, but I believe that this is now where this kind of new wave of influence and nostalgia is kind of coming from from things like this because again it is a case of you know films like this don't really tend to get made anymore which is why people are now making them in the way that they did back then for new things yeah yeah Yeah. now if i was to tell you that it has been speculated for the last couple of years now, that there could be in the works a sequel to Goonies. Okay. How does that make you feel? <laughs> How does that make me feel? Well, I feel pretty bad, Ron. No. <laughs> <laughs> feel pretty bad, Ron. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. What? So it would just be that they were older, and it was. I mean, well, in the same vein that the new Ghostbusters coming out, Ghostbusters Afterlife, like it's kind of focusing on a new era of kids Mm. that are potentially related to, in some form, to the original Goonies. Okay. You know, 
uh, like grandkids, children, you know, cousins, whatever. So it's kind of focusing on loosely loosely related to uh, the original Goonies. Yeah, you know, like once removed. You know, uh, someone that I met at a wedding once. You know, Um, you know, it would be focusing kind of on them having perhaps a similar adventure basically i'm 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 saying do you think that there is scope for a sequel to a film like the goonies some 30 odd years after the fact i think it would have to be done really well and i think that they would have to do it very in like a similar vein to how they did it so going back to the classic storytelling right. and that type of thing. No, don't put stupid CGI stuff in there. Don't no. do all of it. You know, don't make it modern. There's no need for making it no. modern because this is just... Stick to the just, practical just, effects. Yeah, and I, that would remind... Oh, I don't know, that reminds me of Jumanji a little bit. So they kind of have... They're in, a, they're in the town, the same town, and there's people that aren't totally connected to the main characters, have the, the same experience because of whatever... Re- or yeah. a similar experience. Yeah. And then when they come back oh, look, there's Sean Astin and he's got a boy and he, like, winks at him and he's like, oh, I know what you've done. That type yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly, right, so it's right. Not, I wouldn't want to see them as they are now doing something. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> so you wouldn't, you wouldn't have Corey Feldman coming back, reprising his role? <laughs> no. You wouldn't have Josh Brolin no, back in? No, because they can't call him Mouth now because, I mean, that means I'm totally different now. Can't, well, yeah, can't yeah. Can't call yeah. adult male Mouth. No. That, so th- there were just some things that wouldn't really work in the same See, I'm very much of a similar opinion. Like, there, I, I think that there could perhaps be scope for a sequel. It would have to be done by the same people. Yeah. You know, so that they make sure yeah. they treat it in the same way. You can't... I mean, maybe get a, a new director on mm. board because I don't think I don't think Dick Donner's still really working in Hollywood enough to come back in. No, I think he's still alive. Right. I think he's still alive. I I, I will have to check that. I'll yeah. have to fact check that. I Maybe know. we're living in some sort of different timeline where <laughs> I don't I know. Sure. I didn't... Who could you see directing a sequel though? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. It would yeah, it would have to be somebody that was a fan of it, I would imagine. John Favreau. Don't take it overboard. Mm, Ron Howard. Ron, Ron Howard. Howard does everything. Ron, hey, Ron <laughs> Howard directing. Has to be Ron Howard. He does everything. I mean, Ron Howard directing Goonies Two, the Next Generation. <laughs> the Next Generation. <laughs> I mean, I could see Goonies closer to dying. No, no. Goonies maybe might die. Well, actually, <laughs> Goonies. We're actually kind of thinking about death now. It's quite scary. <laughs> Original Goonies, possibly dying. New Goonies, <laughs> maybe not dying. <laughs> That's a bit long for a title. We'll work it. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. I mean, I yeah. think there's I think there's a potential for it because I think, we're, again, at the risk of sounding older than I actually am, I think kids kind of need a sense of adventure from a film like yeah, this I think again. So. Yeah, I think there I think needs to be so. something that gives them... A sense of adventure, mm. of of exploration, of something like that. There isn't, you know, an Indiana Jones kind of film where you know it's it. You, they won't be able to place themselves. Yeah. In in the film. Yeah. You know. I mean, well, that's the thing. That's why things are so different now. That's why I was like, going back to what I was saying to start off with. 
It's, kids' films are always about what kids of that time are doing. So they go to conventions in, when they're not supposed to. And the right. mum finds out that they're at a convention. Yeah, games, exactly. You know, gaming exactly. conventions, that type of thing. Yeah, right. Because that's what they're doing. That's what kids are doing. That's what we're doing now. So I do understand that it would have to be brought up to now a little bit more. Like with the Jumanji thing, it wasn't a board game, it was a video game. Right. Because, you know, they're not going to see a board game and go, oh, cool, let's play with this. Because kids don't do that. How do they? Well, they don't do I that. mean, that's literally a line in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Someone picks up the board game and goes, who plays board games anymore? And he tosses I mean. it to one side. Of course, yeah. Right. Like, because that's what would happen. Yeah. Um, but they'd go, oh, cool, retro game. Let's sort that out. Yeah. Um, so I, it would it would have to be brought up to now a little bit more. But just, you know, don't take it overboard. I, I reckon I would, I would hesitantly go and see it. I think I would be dead against a sequel of Goonies happening right up until the point that I bought my ticket to go yeah. and see it, yeah. <laughs> to go and judge it yeah. accordingly. I'd be like, well, I'm dead against it, this, but I will go and see it just so that I know what I'm getting into. Mm. And then you sometimes know. it ruins the first one or the original because you go, uh, and the most recent thing that you've seen from it is the thing that is you remember. That. It sticks in your mind. Right, right. So basically, the, su- the summary of this is... I don't know. <laughs> the summary of this the is, is I don't, know. don't touch don't touch the goonies don't, don't touch willies touch the goonies don't touch the goonies <laughs> don't touch kids don't touch willies okay yeah right i mean i watched the whole film and the thing that i got out of it was i'm definitely not going to be drinking pepsi or some type of sugary drink after a workout that's the takeaway Excellent. It's not going to happen. It's not a good idea. It's really not a it's good idea. It's really not a good idea. And we established that in the first 10 minutes and everything after that was gravy. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. So you enjoyed it. You enjoyed Goonies. I did enjoy it. Good, solid storytelling. Good, solid child's acting. I thought they were all pretty, pretty great at what they... And I'm glad that the jock guy wasn't in it for very long. No. Troy. Troy's no. Troy's bucket. I wrote it down. Yeah, you did. It, yeah. Troy. It's Troy. It's Troy's bucket. <laughs> Troy's bucket making it. an appearance right at the end of the show sneaking it in there sneaking into Troy's bucket oh. so you <laughs> so you enjoyed the Goonies two thumbs up two thumbs up yeah excellent so it was a good choice to introduce you to mm. this well fantastic, fantastic. excellent <laughs> so this is what we wanted to do with this podcast is introduce each other to films that we may not have seen um, I think I've got a few more to introduce you to than you do for me, but we do have a list of films to get to. But if you out there have any ideas of films that one of us might not have watched that we could introduce to one another or introduce both of us to, there might be a classic film yeah, out there. Yeah, for things that are kind of... Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Those types of things. Exactly. If there's a film out there that we both haven't seen that can be deemed a classic film that is kind of an, oh my God, I can't believe you haven't seen, blah. Do let us know. On Twitter, I am at Drew Bridger. I'm just at Amber Inch. So you can feel free to tweet us any of your suggestions. In the meantime, Goonies, never say die. (laughs) Never say diet, by the looks of it. Actually. <laughs>